600 to go. It's Jungle Magnate leading from El Rocco. And then came Allegron, dug up out three wide. Gun deck behind those horses. Character presents four deep. Akahiro behind them from T-Waters. Forgot you with a lot to do from Commander Harry. Choo-choo car car unleashing down the outside as Allegron went for home. 350 out. It's Allegron. It's done some work, but it kicks away. Two and a half lengths in front of Hitotsu, who's out into the clear and chasing. Allegron at the 200. Here's Hitotsu, though, finishing at a rate of knots. Hitotsu goes on by. Hitotsu storms away. Hitotsu wins the Penfolds Victoria Derby. Two legs Allegron. T-Waters third. Raging Bull fourth. A long gap forgot you. Choo-choo Kaka. Next to finish Cerberus Clyde. Then character Jungle Magnate. Well back in the field. Gun deck. Gun stock. Commander Harry. Then a long gap Akahiro El Rocco. And cheerful moment was last. And the strong betting move came off. Totsu was dominant in the derby. John Allen, of course, riding the Cox Plate winner last week, the derby yesterday. He's having a wonderful time. So too is Aussie Kia because, of course, he's a part owner of Totsu and he's been kind enough to join us this morning on Pass the Post. Aussie, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, David. Good to talk to you guys. Tell yeah. us, tell us, um, I've listened to a number of experts about uh, Kieran Maher and David Eustace. They all say the same thing. Don't second-guess them. Don't doubt them. They know what they're doing. They're masters at their trade. And here's a classic case. A horse who ran in the guineas. There was no other lead-up run. Straight to the 2,500 of the Victoria Derby. Mission accomplished. Oh, look, yeah, they're, they're amazing. Um, we, we, we were sort of struggling to get to the derby. Um, we're a little bit behind the eight ball. He had, a, he had a slight setback earlier on with conditioning and everything. So when we got to the guineas, we got there and um, we would have loved to have another, to have had another run, but um, that wasn't to be. And we just thought um, we'll go straight to the derby and there was no question about that. And probably uh, a week and a half prior, um, they called me and said, oh, he's flying. Um, Johnny, got, Johnny Allen has got off him and said, this horse is airborne, ready to go to the derby. So that was enough for me to be very happy with. And um, we got the result in the end. So very, very good outcome. Aussie, take us back to September 12. It must be just about the most famous maiden win in Australia now. At Donald, a $25,000 maiden, uh, when a Totsu lined up at $1.24. Was it that day, I know it was only a maiden, was it that day you sort of thought, wow, we, uh, this is only a maiden, but this horse is something special? Yeah, look, we had we had some mixed, mixed news on that day. We, we sort of, as an ownership group, we were split with, decision to go there, um, whether we, we sort of went to a better race or hit to Donald. But after that race, that was pretty much the writing on the wall that we, um, the horse was back. Because prior to that, he'd only had three starts. And I think um, his best result was a six. Um, and his three starts prior as a two-year-old. So um, to come out and break his beat and win... And, you know, what was probably six weeks later now to win the Group 1 derby was a great achievement by the stable. And um, I'm very happy for all the owners and the stable. And, you know, it, there, was a, there was a lot of people celebrating that win last night, that's for sure. Um, we've run out, we run out of booze at about <laughs> 9 o'clock. So luckily the, the bar had to close. But um, it started to get very messy late in the evening. For any owner to win a derby or an Oaks, uh, <laughs> win a Blue Riband race is a... Uh, is a wonderful achievement and a, a wonderful privilege. The thing about this horse, with, with the Derby, that it's it's mission accomplished, as I said. But you've got a horse down who's only had five starts. And what I liked about his win yesterday, sometimes we see these Derbies and 
They're real slack and weather. They're out on their feet. But honestly, he had all that energy conserved. He was coiled up, ready to go. He had a lot on them, Aussie. Yeah, look, he was very, very impressive, and I agree with that. You know, a lot of the derby winners, you sort of look at them and go back and, and think, you know, sometimes they're a bit dour, and they need to be dour to win those those races, and they're just better than the, the rest of them. But uh, his win was, was, was very impressive, and I, we're pretty confident that we've got a very talented horse to go on with next year um and you know and beyond and look who who, who knows what hope for it in, you know for him in 12 months time you know we might be talking cups um we might be talking wait for age races we don't know right now we can live that dream and um look he's got a, an amazing turn of speed or turn of foot and that's what wins you a lot of these big races and he's just he's very green um you know another six months or 12 months in, in the hands of Kieran and Dave, who knows what they can, you know, do with him, a bit, bit more condition on the horse. And, um, yeah, very exciting to see what the future holds for him. Ozzy, what was the wash-up on Forgot You? Of course, Forgot You, um, you're in as well, was the early, um, or was the favourite for the derby for, for most of betting. Uh, ran fifth, got beaten more than eight lengths. So you just probably come to the end of it, or what, what was the wash-up? Yeah. Oh, look, nothing will be taken away from Forgot You. I still think he's a class act. Um, I think you'll see the best of him next year. I think he's had a, an amazing prep himself. Um, he's won two Group 2s, um, just this prep. And I think it might have just it might have just got to the end of it. We, we, had to, we backed him up, um, you know, and there's a fair bit of racing for him. And, you know, he, he, there's a lot of... He's done a lot of work, um, but before that race and maybe maybe he has come to the end of it you probably we don't really know but um i, I know you won't be seeing the end of him and i think he'll really st- he'll really stand out and come to his fall um next season next prep well if the derby wasn't big enough in 48 hours time you'll be lining up for the melbourne cup tell us uh, you tell us your thoughts on on your runners in the melbourne cup yeah so um i'm actually pretty happy that we've had that derby because it gets you get you away from stressing and focusing for four days on the on the cup. But um, I guess that attention will start now. But, we, yeah, we've got, obviously, the favourite with Incentivise, and um, we couldn't be more pleased and more happy with him. Peter's pretty happy the way he's travelling and um, thinks... Look, he doesn't think he's improved, because oh, I think it would be hard to... Getting yourself to say he'd improved after this Caulfield Cup run. But Peter said he's maintained... Um, you know, his condition and we're extremely confident and happy. I mean, the draw's not ideal, um, but we'll take it. It's probably better being out there than inside for him. Um, so we're pretty pretty excited to see him go around. Um, you know, it's always daunting when you've got the favourite for such a big race and all the expectations that come comes with it. But um, I think he's a class act and, and if, as long as he gets even luck, I think he'll be hard to beat. Um, very elegant. She's, you know, she's uh, she's sort of. I think she's about fourth or fifth favourite now in the betting, or maybe even closer to that. But um, you know, she's just a quality mare, and uh, I I think very elegant. He's, he's more. He, you probably see her best, you know, from two thousand or twenty four hundred and um, beyond. So look, I know the conditions are drying for Cup Day, so that's not ideal for her, but. On her day, um, you know, she'll be right up there. I, I see her in the finish. I'm hoping she can run top three herself. And then you've got Sir Lucan, who's a bit of an outsider, probably one that we bought for next year. We weren't expecting him to sort of make the field this year. Um, 
but he's on a really light weight and you know 51 kilos. I, I spoke to Bossy called me this morning. He had a bit of a, a spin around him and he was pretty upbeat on how he felt. And yeah, so we just go in there with probably a genuine chance and um, genuine couple of chances, and hopefully the day is a good day for all involved. I'm intrigued, uh, and mainly because I'm I'm tipping a second, and she's uh, in my mind she's one of only two chances. Uh, the other one being incentivised, obviously. I thought very elegant run in the Cox Plate was better than people uh, thought, especially from a Melbourne Cup point of view. I know she won't get it wet, but look, would you fall over in shock if she happened to win the Melbourne Cup? No, absolutely not. I, 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 without sounding too arrogant, I actually think um, she's probably the one. Um, if we didn't own her, she'd probably be one of the ones I would be more concerned about um, for incentivise um, on her day because she could she could absolutely produce um, a run that, that that could win the race. Um, she's got that turn of foot, you know, that that can win a race like that because you will have you know Spanish Mission and Twilight Payment and incentivise on the speed and it'll be a, a decent clip and it will take a horse like her. Um, that can run over the top of them potentially, um, tiring late because I do think she'll stay. Um, she wouldn't surprise me um, at all. I'd, I'd definitely be the she'd definitely be the one I'd be concerned about um, if we didn't own her. Well, you might need three sets of eyes in the home straight, but it's a nice position to be in. But first things first, congratulations on yesterday. Yeah, this is a horse with a, a great future, Todd Seward, and really good luck for Tuesday. Thank you so much.